We're traveling to strange new worlds. I'm standing on the surface of a comet. I love this job. And bracing for some family drama. We're not perfect, but we stick together. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, May 5th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Kim Cattrall has revealed that she was never contacted about the Sex and the City sequel series, and just like that. In fact, she found out when the rest of the world did. In an interview with Variety, the actress said, quote, I was never asked to be part of the reboot. I made my feelings clear after the possible third movie, so I found out about it like everyone else did on social media. Cattrall admitted that she wondered what the show would be like without the original foursome, but says she has not watched the series. When probed about the fact that her former co-star Sarah Jessica Parker said she wouldn't be okay with Cattrall picking the role back up after everything that happened between them, Cattrall continued to stand firm, saying it would never happen anyway, so nobody has to worry about that. Cattrall turned down a script for a third Sex in the City movie in 2017, and she says some of the movie's plot was used in the new series, namely Big's death and Carrie's grief. School's out forever at Bayside High. Peacock has canceled its Save by the Bell revival after two seasons. In a statement, the streamer said in part, quote, We are so proud to have been the home of the next iteration of Save by the Bell for both new and OG fans. Save by the Bell has been a cultural mainstay for more than 30 years, and the new series, led by Tracy Wigfield's superfan enthusiasm and signature witty humor, seamlessly continued the show's legacy, all while allowing more audiences to feel seen. The death chair button has not yet been pushed on the Austin Powers franchise. In a new interview with SiriusXM's Jess Cagle, Mike Myers hinted that a shagadelic fourth movie about the hairy-chested hero could be in the works. When asked about the future of the series, Myers didn't shut down the prospects of his eventual return to the title role, saying, quote, I can neither confirm nor deny the existence or non-existence of such a project, should it exist or not exist. In an attempt to decipher the actor's ambiguous response, co-host Julia Cunningham said, It feels like you want to say yes, with Cagle adding that it feels like a confirmation that it's going to be announced. Myers played perfectly into the line of questions, saying it was a non-confirmed confirmation confirmation. Very Mike Myers of him. And Apple TV Plus is reserving a spot on the couch for The Prince of Tides, an adaptation in the very early stages of development of the Oscar-nominated 1991 film of the same name, starring Barbara Streisand and Nick Nolte. Tate Taylor, director of The Help and Breaking News in Yuba County, is reportedly developing the series for the streamer. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head to EW.com. All right, we are headed to Seattle with our number three pick today, but we might be heading to Minnesota soon. After a month-long hiatus, Grey's Anatomy is finally back. 
Now, when we last saw the Doctors of Seattle Grace, Meredith had officially accepted a job offer halfway across the country, which her sister Maggie is less than enthused about in tonight's episode. Even our favorite OBGYN, Addison Montgomery, has heard the rumors about Meredith leaving Seattle. Meanwhile, Schmidt has finally returned to the hospital, but his first day back is not without a run-in with his ex, Nico. Let's take a listen. The surgery program loses its accreditation. There's no guarantee that we'll find another residency spot somewhere else. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, and even if we do, it might not be a surgical residency. We might have to switch to something else, like family medicine. It's my first day back. Would you please consider shutting up? Well, that was awkward. I mean, what's Grey's Anatomy without an awkward, tension-filled elevator ride, am I right? Tuning into ABC Tonight at 9 is just what the doctor ordered. Now, Seattle might be home to the Space Needle, but our number two pick is truly taking us out of this world. Star Trek Strange New Worlds premieres on Paramount Plus today, telling the story of Christopher Pike, the captain of the USS Enterprise before Captain Kirk manned the iconic spaceship. Anson Mount plays Pike, a role he's actually reprising for this series because of how big fan response was to him on Star Trek Discovery. He talked to EW's Nick Romano about what all of that has meant to him. It was all kind of mind-boggling to me, to be quite honest. I've never had a reaction like that to anything that I've done. And the results of that response have literally changed my life. It not, it not only gave me a job during a very difficult time for actors, but it, it gave me the brevity and the opportunity to have a family and the, the courage to have to go forward with having a family. You know, not every actor is in that position. It's a, when you choose to go this path, that is a luxury, not a given. Love to hear that. Well, the trailer for this series promises plenty of out-of-this-world adventure and even teases some romance among Starfleet's finest. Here's a preview. Perhaps we should kiss. That seems logical. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is now streaming on Paramount+. And while you're there, you can also catch the season two finale of Star Trek Picard. It's trivia time! Strange New Worlds is the 12th TV series in the franchise, and as we mentioned, follows the adventures of Captain Christopher Pike, his second-in-command, number one, and Spock before the events of the original Star Trek. And that show is the focus of today's question. Trekkies, this is your moment. Which Star Trek episode reused footage from the original pilot and introduced Captain Pike? The Menagerie Part 1, The Cage, or Arena? Stick around for that answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, 
their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuitsandjam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Two new episodes of the comedy The Garcias are streaming today on HBO Max. And if that title sounds a little familiar, it's because it is. It's the reboot of the hit Nickelodeon series The Brothers Garcia. And this new one jumps ahead 15 years from the end of the original. And it stars all of the original cast. One of them is Bobby Gonzalez, who plays George Garcia, who we had a really important question for. What you watching? What I'm watching is Peacemaker on HBO Max, which which makes it easy. This show really surprised me. Uh, I had seen The Suicide Squad. I'm a huge fan of James Gunn. He turned The Guardians of the Galaxy, a comic book t- superhero team that I had never read about, which is crazy because I read a lot of comic books, into one of my most beloved franchises in the MCU. So when this show came out, I was immediately I was going to watch it. John Cena was great in The Suicide Squad. But I wasn't prepared for just how good of an actor he is in this show. I didn't realize how much vulnerability he could allow himself. And that's where the show truly shines. That's where this really funny, silly superhero comedy just really becomes this gem. When Whenever John Cena just really allows himself, this really big, strong guy, to just have this, this depth, this pitifulness, this hurt. Uh, and the rest of the cast is is stellar. I mean, we have Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black, who played Tasty. Uh, and she does an amazing job of just really being a normal person in these remarkable circumstances. And that really helps ground the show. Um, also, uh, I think his name is Freddy Stroma, who plays another character in the show. I won't give away who. Is so funny. He's so funny. And I've seen him play like really cool guys before. And he's just not cool in this show at all. Like his range is, is remarkable uh, with it. And lastly, the show has the greatest title sequence maybe of all time. It's one of those title sequences where, you know, it says like uh, skip the title sequence. And you're like, uh, don't insult me. I'm not skipping this. I'm watching this every time. I actually, for every single episode, I was looking forward to the title sequence. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Okay, but get me to the title sequence. And it's such it's such a good time. It's It's got a dance number. The song is amazing. What more do you want? I don't know what more do you want, but you can't want more than that. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm watching. Peacemaker, HBO Max, a lot of fun. Uh, if you couldn't tell there, Bobby really likes Peacemaker. I know a lot of people who do. If you're on HBO Max watching that, you can also check him out on The Garcias and catch up before next week's season finale. Our number one pick today takes us to North Carolina and all the way back to 2003. 
It's the true crime limited series, The Staircase. When novelist Michael Peterson finds his wife's body at the bottom of the stairs, he does what any loving husband would do. He calls 911. But when the cops arrive to find an unusually bloody crime scene, Michael becomes the number one suspect in his wife's murder. Colin Firth and Tony Collette lead an incredible cast throughout one of the most debated true crime stories of the last 20 years. Here's a preview. Family is all we got. We're not perfect. God knows. But we've survived. Because we stick together. And we love each other. John, now I want to wait your margin, sir. Kathleen's dead. Dad found her at the bottom of the stairs. I think she fell. They're calling this whole thing a crime scene. Is this normal? What's going on? What are the police looking for? We believe Michael Peterson murdered Kathleen in cold blood. Well, for executive producer Maggie Cohn, The Staircase was a chance to create a new kind of true crime series, one that perhaps doesn't give audiences a direct answer. Most true crime is the search for innocence, guilt, right, wrong, mm -hmm. a single truth. And this is a story that's exploring the idea that none of those things actually exist. And the pursuit of them is maybe to all of our detriment and that you'll never truly know what happened that night or kind of about anything. Now, you can start climbing the staircase right now. The first three episodes are available to stream on HBO Max. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Which Star Trek episode reused footage from the pilot to introduce Captain Pike? The Menagerie Part 1, The Cage, or Arena? Well, let's beam up the answer. It's The Menagerie Part 1, and as a matter of fact, also Part 2. The episodes made up the only two-part story in the original series and gave some backstory to the iconic USS Enterprise. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Callie Shep. Produced by Ashley Boucher, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.